This is not a sales versus marketing competition that it is to help each other. And like I mentioned before, that marketing's here to help. It's marketing's not the one that creates all the sales. Sales creates the sales. You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Tuesday, which means this is our hashtag one big idea episode. In these episodes, you'll hear some of the best big ideas from incredible practitioners, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs within our community. Here we go. Sangram here. Welcome to the Flip My Fault Podcast. Today, I have someone special because anybody who has the title of account-based marketing, I feel is pretty awesome and special. It's a new role. It's an emerging role. There's a lot of people jumping into account-based marketing, but I think very few people truly understand what account-based marketing role really means, and more importantly, I think, what it can be. So uh, please may help me welcome Brittany Overstreet. Brittany, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. So before we get started, we'd love to hear a fun fact about you. All right. So my high school mascot is actually a unicorn. So I joke around and tell people I'm a unicorn because I have a diploma to prove it. (laughs) Wow. That's so fun. That's so fun. All right. So, you know, I was looking at your LinkedIn profile and your title is, I mean, obviously it says Brittany Overstreet MBA. And then right below it said account-based marketing. I couldn't help myself with like, well, ABM is the opposite of MBA. I thought it was really interesting to kind of look at it that, that way. But why ABM and why is, is your role ABM? Can you share a little bit more details how you got to this role and got to this title? Sure. I came on to this company specifically do, to do account-based marketing. And I think it's just an emerging strategy in, in marketing. And it's so important because we are now as marketers recognizing that not all accounts are the same and they need that personal detailed approach. We're moving past where just demand gen and the traditional lead funnel is not cutting it. We need to get in deeper and message on an account basis or even on a contact basis within within that account and addressing maybe what is relevant to them and all their different pain points. Yeah, and, and I, you know, I'm just curious now because you know when I when I look at all the things that you have done in the past, you have been a digital marketer, and I wonder if that is a good jumping off point for you to be an ABM or like. And just curious, like, what does the job of an account-based marketer look like? It's a lot of communication with sales and the product marketing manager team to really dig into the accounts and identify what it is they're looking for and how we can provide that. And, you know, like I mentioned, no two accounts are the same. So what has been traditionally an ad or messaging that's generally launched for multiple accounts, we are realizing that they are not all the same and we need to go in and dig deeper. So whether it's addressing specific pain points or addressing their specific needs within that account, that is what's resonating more. And we've been seeing the metrics to prove that. Oh, wow. That's cool. Let's talk about that. Do you have any examples of, a, of an account-based marketing campaign that you could share? Sure. We did one. And this is it's funny. I love telling this story. This was when we first started doing account-based marketing. And I had a campaign running for an account that was headquartered in Tennessee. And our sales rep went out there for an on-site meeting 
And one of the participants in the meeting had expressed how much she loved an image that we had on our website. And it was an image of Tennessee. And luckily, our sales team, because we have such great alignment within our company between sales and marketing, knew that we did a lot on the back end that was only visible to that account and said, yeah, our marketing team is great. Which image are you talking about? We have a lot of images on our website. And right there in the meeting, she pulls out her laptop and goes to our website. And it's a picture of the Tennessee skyline. (laughs) And while this meeting's going on, I'm also checking metrics and I see an influx in that account. And so I reach out to the sales rep just to say, hey, FYI, I saw some increased engagement within this one account, just so you know. And then he relayed that story back to me. So I love telling that to prove that account-based marketing works and that personalization is what accounts are looking for. That is so, such a cool story. I was talking to a, a customer, I think it was, I think it was last week, as, and I think one of the things that they were really struggling with is how do I create sales and marketing alignment? And to me, I feel like that's such an, like a topic that has been talked about for like for ages, right? Like B2B alignment is important. And, and I, I kept like talking about like, hey, you know, maybe you could have a same scorecard. Maybe you could work on the same accounts that your sales team is working on. Maybe you can focus on the, the deals that are in the pipeline and run campaigns on it. Since you have multiple products, maybe you could upsell or cross-sell or you can do some things. And I kept going on and on. And, and this particular individual said, man, that all sounds good, but I still don't know how to create alignment with my sales team. And I was like, I feel like it's like a trust issue because if you're doing all the things that I just shared, I feel like you should have a ton of alignment already. What do you say to someone like that who's trying to create alignment? I'd say just to really push how important it is, especially from an account-based marketing perspective, to have that account intel. Marketing is here to help sales. It's not trying to take away from anything. And sales is what grows a company. So they are incredibly important important to a company. So anything we could do to help them as marketers, I just express you know, how important it is. And I, and I hope that they understand and want to utilize us. And I've been very fortunate that our sales team, we've been able to push that point across and we have really great alignment and transparency within account. Oh, I love that. I love that you just said that sales is what grows. I talk about this all the time. It's it B2B, the value of marketing and the functions defined by sales. And a lot of marketers hate that because I think they feel like almost saying their value is defined by marketing I'm like by sales. I'm like, no, it's really the value of the function. We exist to help sales close more deals more faster. That's how everything is. I'm, in, I'm, I'm now even more curious. You have been a digital marketer. What makes you a great candidate for ABM? Well, I think actually going in and seeing kind of especially on the digital side, building ads and campaigns and seeing what works and what doesn't. And you would see one ad that would resonate great within a couple accounts and then not great with others. And then you have to sit there and think, okay, well, how can I get these accounts engaged? So you spin up some new ads and then those start resonating with those accounts that were not engaged with the previous ad. And then you start to think about, okay, why is this resonating? And that's really where ABM comes in because it is on an account basis. So we are learning that within these accounts, this is what is resonating and this is what is important to them. And we take that data and push even stronger campaigns going around that topic. And again, that's where the sales alignment really comes into play because I can go in 
and have these conversations. I try to do one-on-ones at least once a month with our sales team on their accounts to get any new intel that they may have that can help me refresh ads and refresh maybe emails or direct mail piece that may interest them to really start gauging their interest and create a conversation for sales. That is really cool. How big is your sales and marketing team? So sales, we have currently three sales reps. And our marketing team, we just super excited because we just implemented two market product marketing managers. So we now have, I believe, nine on our team. So it's super exciting. Yeah. I mean, wow. That is a almost the reverse ratio of sales and marketing. It is. But we do a lot. We have a lot of different functions. So I specifically work in account-based marketing. And that is, I'm the only one that does that on the marketing side, but with the help of the product marketing managers as well. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, could you share your sale, like your, your tech stack? Like I think most common question I get after doing such an exciting podcast with, with people are talking about some new and exciting things and how they're doing it is like, hey, can you ask them, what are they using to do all of these things? Are they using tools? Should they think about technology or should they not think about technology? What has worked? Uh, could you share as transparently as you can any of the tech stack that you're using? Sure. For our marketing automation platform, we have HubSpot, which I like a lot. It's very user-friendly. I've worked in a couple of the platforms, and this one is by far my favorite. And we also utilize, of course, Salesforce and Zoom Info to make sure that the information in Salesforce is accurate so that I'm targeting the correct people at the correct company, correct emails, et cetera. And of course, the Google platform, AdWords and Analytics are always super helpful in our stack. And for we do web personalization where we use Triblio, which is how in the story I talked about earlier about being able to customize our website to fit the needs of that account. They really, I think, do a great job of being able to customize an, an entire website for one account. And we also use Engageo as our kind of to tie everything together and see the full picture of an account or a campaign. That is a fantastic tech stack. I mean, I feel like that's an advanced tech stack for companies who are really, really into ABM. So I guess my my final question to you is for somebody who wants to be an ABMer tomorrow, I mean, it's it's an exciting career. It's almost it reminds me of when when I was in the marketing automation world and people used to have this title of marketing automation. Specialist, putting mm-hmm. automation director, and it, it really became a role and a discipline and a function and certifications started to flow. I, I feel like it's the same thing is happening with ABM, but in the world of marketing automation, it was very cut and dry. It was like, yeah, if, you, you, if you're good with email and some tech and marketing tech, you're good. You can be a great marketing automation person. What skill set, in your opinion, are required for somebody to be an account based marketer? I think number one, you need to be a good researcher and be able to research these accounts. And in addition, of course, to what you find out from sales and product marketing to know what might be gauging their interest or what they're looking for. I also think digital ads are such a huge part of ABM. So knowing how to deploy, knowing how to gauge metrics on what works, what doesn't work and refresh. And email marketing is also super important. To, to know how to create engaging content for an account that will resonate with them. And I think it's just a combination of a lot of skills. And I will say reading your book helps a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad that that worked as well. 
And then I think, you know, one of the things that as I want to wrap up and I want to leave you, I want you to leave everybody with a challenge that they can, if, if they're looking to be in this role or if they are really trying to do a better job of marketing, what is the one thing they should really focus on, think about and do uh, as I wrap up? So here are a few things I learned from you and then I will let you share a challenge with everybody listening to the podcast. So number one, you started off by saying that, well, not all accounts are the same. I feel that's, that is such a true statement. I remember uh, giving leads to my marketing uh, sales team when I was at Pardot and, and they would work on some leads and some won't. And I'm like, well, why are you not working on that? And they're like, well, it's not good. And the, the reason is it's not the same. So uh, it took me a while to understand. So I'm, I'm glad you started off with that. You, you brought, I think throughout this conversation, I don't know if you realize or not, but you were very, very clear about how important it is to align with your sales team the same goals, also making sure that they, the, the results are aligned and, and how quickly the conversation, the example you shared, it was very easy for, for at least for me to recognize that you are fully aligned with your sales team. The sales team knows what you're doing and as, as their engagement spikes or all the different things that are happening and as a personalization story that you shared, you're able to support your sales teams. Of course, they love you. So, so no doubt if you want to be an ABMer, I feel like you have to really have that mindset. And as part of somebody wanting to be in this role, I think some of the skill set that you said around being a good researcher, really good at dig- digital ads, email marketing, I would add direct mail to it as well and understanding it's right. part of the system. But at the end of the day, you got to be ready and understand that as a, as a marketer, your job is to help your sales close more deals. And if you get that, if you have that mindset, not that you want to be in your own world and you want to prove how good you are, it's more of like helping your sales team close more deals. I feel like you're going to be a great account-based marketer. Did I miss anything? No, I think you're spot on. Awesome. All right. So can you share one challenge uh, for everybody listening to this podcast that they can take and, and act on in the next day or so? My challenge would be to create that transparency within accounts to sales. Start sharing any key data that you might see within an account with them. And then I feel like in return, they will be more open to tell you about their accounts and maybe some intel they have. It's just so important that all the details are shared and to really reiterate that this is not a sales versus marketing competition, that it is to help each other. And like I mentioned before, that marketing's here to help. It's marketing's not the one that creates all the sales. Sales creates the sales. Marketing helps. It's we're a resource to help them push these sales to grow the business. And it's just a joint effort. I wish we could turn this into a soundbite and, and get to <laughs> market it out there. That was so awesome. Really, thank you so much for being on the show, so transparently sharing the role of marketer with ABM as a core piece of what, what marketer is working on and also being so transparent with tech stack. And I feel like you're doing some incredible things. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.